Hey guys, welcome back to the Socially Sensitive Podcast, where we talk about everything from current events to pop culture and everything in between. In this episode, we talk about some of our younger and wilder days. So let's get this episode started. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Go out to, oh my gosh, I don't, I'm not even sure if I can remember how to get there, but it's it's like out in the county and you're in between like two mountains. And there's a road that runs through, it's the valley, runs through it. And in the middle of this thing, there is this church and it appears to be built all out of river rock on the outside. Oh, wow. It's a really interesting structure. And I was like, you know, if I could find that place again, I wouldn't mind, you know, like I said, go on there, take my drone and, you know, maybe get a couple of steel shots and maybe do like a, just a big wrap around because it's, it's, I mean, what's the story behind that? I mean, why have you got a church built out of river rock? Well, um, does your, uh, I don't know. you know, does your it's kind of cool. Does your drone have the the ability, like for internal updates involving software and such? Oh yeah, it does that. It does. It does updates every now and again. Well, does it have a GPS on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got one of the the DG, yeah. DJI. Okay. Uh, the, I've got a D. I've D, got a Phantom Four Phantom. Advanced. Yeah, so it's a it's a nice drone. Oh, wow, can't you go back in the GPS and actually find out where that spot was? That way you could well, actually maybe. Well, yeah, but if, I, if I'd been there with my drone, yeah, I could probably do that. But since I drove by this place, I don't oh, know, you drove by it. Oh, 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought you took your drone and just saw it like while you were flying. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. I would like to be able to remember where I seen it at so that I could go back and then do the, the flight. Yeah. Because like I said, I thought it was just a, a really interesting structure. As far as that goes, I mean, it's like you've got this classic looking church, but it's like the outside of it's like all river rock. And I'm like, where did I see that at? You know, it's just like you just need to go out and do it. Well, the thing about it. Well, see, here's the thing. Uh, (laughs) I know. Come up with an excuse. Dave will attest to this. I used to run roads like ridiculous. I mean, I intentionally I would leave with the intention of I'm going to get lost. Right. And there were lots of times that I did. And that's one of those times I was driving around. I'm like, I have no idea where I'm at. And then I was like, wow, that's really kind of cool. And the next thing I know, I'm like, well, I don't know where I'm at now. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't remember where that place was at. Yeah. I don't know you how know many trips is. we went on just driving, going through Devil's Gorge, back through Mendota, yeah. through, mm-hmm. uh, what was it? What's the other one out there at, uh, at Devil's Gorge? Uh, well, you could take the, you could take Dumb the Hill. Tower Road. You could take that fire tower road and go up over where the fire tower is and yeah. come down the other side, and you're in Russell County. Yeah. We used to do that. We, we did that to, uh, the uh, night of, didn't we? Isn't that the road we drove the night of my uh, bachelor party? 
It, we very well may have. Well, no, man. <laughs> no, we were. I think we were up on top of White Top somewhere. But then again, we may have ended up yeah. down. Because I, I was thinking we ended up going up through up nineteen, like you're going to go to Lebanon, and then mm-hmm. we went across through Russell County that way back over. And then we, we eventually came out at Clear Creek. All right, this, this story is getting interesting because it's like, hey, we got in a car with the intention to get lost during a bachelor party. <laughs> well, I, I just remember we were smoking cigars. Sure, cigars. We were. They were. They were. I think they were Cubans. Yeah, they were Cubans. We had. We got some Cubans for the. Uh, you you we, had been on vacation somewhere. Yeah, we went. I to, think uh, went on a cruise. Cruise. Yeah, we went to Cancun or not Cancun. We went to. Uh, I don't remember where we went. went you, and Laura, you and Laura had went on Na- a cruise. Nassau, that's it. We went to Nassau. And when you came back, you had what you yeah. said were Cuban cigars. Yeah. And we we drove around and smoked that cigar. And golly, we... Got with any count. Oh, yeah. We were all they, We all got high and sick, or at least I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's a good. that's a sign of a good cigar. I guess they were great. Uh, you're, you're all stories. Because <laughs> we, both, we both were green around the gills. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Y'all's stories actually reminded me of, uh, well, when me and Lane went on vacation to Savannah and we went to Tybee. Everything was fine. You know, the vacation was great. Love Tybee Island, Georgia. Beautiful place. If you've never been there, it's great. Mm-hmm. You can see the big cargo ships coming in, you know, going out at nighttime. You can go out at night and look at the horizon of the, the water and you just see all the little dots from all the ships from the harbor. It was on the way back is what got interesting we're about two hours into the trip back and she's like check the gps see if it's taking us bring us through middlesboro or over the virginia mountain so i go and look yeah yeah over virginia mountain you know it's the quickest way no no we got to go through middlesboro i want to stop at middlesboro walmart i'm like babe we're like two hours into this trip back we don't really know where we are outside of what the gps is telling us so she didn't care. No, we got to go. Sounds just like it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I sw- I'm sure I sw- if I ever meet her, I'll be like, wow, that does sound just like it. <laughs> I switched it up. You know, I got her, got the GPS on the phone, went back, had us going through Middlesboro instead of over the mm-hmm. mountain, added two and a half hours to our journey. So I'm like, didn't think nothing about it at first. Next thing I know, we're going up this mountain. We both lose service. Thank God we had service whenever I got the GPS because it loaded the, the map and whatnot and had it saved. And we come to this place called Hot Springs, North Carolina. <laughs> and it was a town, I swear to you, it looked like it had maybe eight buildings in total. But there were had to have been at least 50 people on every side of the road. But there was nothing there. <laughs> I don't know why there were so many people crammed in this little place. And I'm sitting here looking at my phone. I mean, we have no service. We're in a place we don't know where we're at. There's hundreds of people. I'm like, babe, make sure the doors are locked. Because the traffic was just barely moving. And then we finally got onto the highway. The roads going around this mountain, I'm not joking, they banked like sideways. (laughs) As you would go through, they went up sideways, almost like a racetrack. And you had these 18-wheelers and stuff going up sideways, just curving around. And we're sitting here like... Where are we? And <laughs> it, it was a little scary at first because there was no cell phone signal. But then as we kept going, you kept seeing these old derelict buildings 
that were clearly like old attractions, talking like um, whitewater rafting, canoeing. Hmm. I assumed that there was something there. I looked it up later, and there's this massive resort somewhere. It wasn't wherever, but... And it was really weird because you would see all of these buildings that looked like businesses, and they just got older as you we kept going around this strange race car track <laughs> mountain way. And but all of them were in like perfect condition. It was just like they were open and then they were closed, never touched again. And each building got older and older. And I'm like, babe, we kind of need to come back here. Sometime. You're going back in time. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. what it felt like. <laughs> Uh, well, used to before they had all the you know the interstate highway system the way they have it now, everybody was traveling on those back roads and stuff like that, and they would put little yeah. bitty you know oddity stops along you know to give people an opportunity to stop somewhere and and see something like the largest you know ball of yarn or some crap like that. Right. Well, that that's get a hot dog and a drink or something like that. Take yeah. a break from your travels. Well, that's fully what and then, it felt you know, like. And just go on. That's fully what it felt like because. Um, I remember it was like a three-story building that even you could even tell it went over the hill down behind it and it had a parking lot for I'm not going to say 50 at least 20 cars totally abandoned um no windows in the structure there was no spray paint on any of these things so there was no like graffiti people or anything crazy hmm. going on you could just tell it was literally like people just walked out and abandoned it you would see billboards that advertised yeah, that's a good example, actually. You would see billboards and stuff advertising um, canoe tours and whitewater rafting and random springs and such. And even the billboards themselves hadn't been touched in years. Even whatever this place was was clearly some sort of tourist town. I don't know. It, it was like a a ghost town with a pulse. <laughs> It, hmm. it was hard to describe, and I'd done some research, um, like Hot Springs, North Carolina, and I did. I found this big, beautiful resort. But that Be wasn't sure the spot you all were at. No, no. We were in downtown, I guess. And um, as we got out, we finally got to this, finally a flat area with this massive river that just kind of snaked through everything. And... Um, yeah, Hot Springs has a population of 567. Yeah, they probably live off of uh, tourism, kind of like uh, Damascus does. Well, the way it looked, all mm-hmm. 567 people was out in the streets that day in that small little <laughs> like crossroad. But when and we- I dare say at some point in time in the history of that uh, community, they were on Hee Haw. Oh, yeah. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it had probably. to be beautiful. It, it kind of rem- made me think of the movie Cars. The animated movie mm-hmm. cars. Whenever yeah. um, they talk about how the highway split through the desert and took it away everything, killed and the you, population, and yeah, and you see the big resort that was up on the mountain. But even after we got out of there, we finally found a place. They didn't. Oddly enough, there was not a single Dollar General. <laughs> not one. Oh my goodness! Nothing. It was you must houses. have went into some kind of alternate reality or something where Dollar Generals didn't exist. Yeah, well, I bet you if you go back there today, there'll be like three. I actually would love to go back to that place and find out what it was we've seen. But I would take a satellite phone because I feel like it would be like a serial killer's paradise. <laughs> well, I saw I'm looking up Damascus. Damascus has a population right now of 614. 
Mm. But they do <clears throat> over a million people a year in tourism there. And it's all because of the creeper trail. Yeah. The, yeah. The bike rides. And uh, have you ever been mm -hmm. over that way? Uh, possibly. I'm, I don't think. But it's, uh, you know, where Bristol is? I do, but it's been years okay. since I've been it's in Bristol. Near there. But uh, we used to go to Damascus every year for the Yeti, but uh, hadn't been in a few years now. I think we're, uh, Renee's doing the Yeti this year. I think Joyce is too. We need to go back. <laughs> hey, are you are you guys fans of um, old burnout comedians that used to be famous in the early two thousands and then just kind of dropped off the map? You can do it this time, Dave. I got faith in you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, we almost got to the turnaround point. Yeah. Yeah. Close. <clears throat> All we had to do is just top off the mountain and turn around, and everything would have been downhill from there on out. <laughs> yep, I made it uh, seventy one miles. I think was my total, but. Uh, not bad. Can't get the hundred in. Reason I bring up the comedians is um, Rodney Carrington. Oh yeah, he's going to be in Corbin here soon next month, I think. <clears throat> you know, I went. This is years and years and years ago to go see Rodney Carrington in Knoxville one night. That was back when he was still. Yeah, <clears throat> and I had the night wrong. I was a week too early. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, <laughs> dare I ask how? I never went back. So, <laughs> I don't even remember. But that, yeah, that was a long time ago. He he was pretty funny. We went and saw. Have you ever seen? Uh, he's old man. <clears throat> we went and saw him at you know uh, in Kingsport, the Meadowview Convention Center. See, I love Rodney Kington, so I know a lot of his yeah. stuff. So, this comedian's pretty similar to him. He's uh, oh, I can't remember his name. Um, but he's an old man, kind of like that same type of humor, like Rodney Carrington and uh, what's his name? A tater, tater salad. They call me. Yeah, tater salad. yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, oh, well, here's the cool part about Hot Springs. It's over around Asheville. It's pretty close. Yeah. You ever been to Sliding Rock? No, never have. I've heard of it, but I've never been there. I've slid and fell on a rock once. It's pretty cool. It's a, uh, it's just a big sliding rock. <laughs> I mean, here's a example of. That water right there that you drop off that little clip down in there. <clears throat> Every time we've been there has been, you know, actually I think we've been there twice, but 80 degrees out. 85, 90 degrees out. You hit that water, it's a good 35 degrees, 40 degrees. It is cold. It takes your breath away when you drop off into that pool. I've seen videos mm. of that, but I've never actually been there. I think I've only ever been to Cumberland Falls two, maybe three times in total. Okay. I like Cumberland Falls, too. That's where you need to take your drone, Wolfie. And then started my fans page. There you go. Make some money. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be the only person on there not doing porn. Well, no, what, what you do is if you really want the whole um, the OnlyFans thing to take off and be like, hey, look, this is Cumberland Falls. And then hey, if you're an OnlyFans member, hey, here's Cumberland Falls. Find where the naked dude is. Or the naked chick. Yeah, yeah. It's like, wh like where's Waldo? Except it's where's... It's like, oh, there they are standing behind that tree back in the corner. You see this one? Hi, everybody, and today we're here at Cumberland Falls 
State Park here in Kentucky. And we're here at Cumberland Falls. You ready? ready. Let's do this. Yay. I thought they were going to jump. <laughs> Let's jump ahead. They didn't look like the adventure there. <laughs> this way. Observation decks and photo opportunity below, but no ADA access. If you go to the ramp, oh, oh, there's a really beautiful look at. Beautiful, beautiful falls. Beautiful. It's big falls. There's a lot of water goes across that fall, and they're they're famous for the moon bow. Yeah, the moon bow. You can see it certain times of the year. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I got a friend that's queuing on, and they said that there is an ancient Sumerian library hidden underneath the falls. Why would there be a Sumerian library underneath the falls in Kentucky? Shh, be quiet. I'm right. There's a okay. city under Holston. Uh, Holston I didn't mean Lake. to. I didn't mean to. You know, mess with your whole narrative. Just, <laughs> just kind of curious as to why it would be there. <laughs> well, there, there's a a city, a hidden city under uh, Holston Lake. There is. You're absolutely correct. There is. It's and uh, Martin's Fork. Um, not really a city. It's more like a little farm town. The New Lake. There's like. I'm sure by now it's all destroyed, but the roads and stuff's still under there. And somebody, I think, wrote a book about uh, the city and that, about vampires. and Dawn of the Vampire, yes. Yeah. Our friend Steve wrote, read that book, and he was telling me all about it. He, he said it was a very good book because, number one, it's someone that he said they had to have come here and and actually lived in the community to get the kind of detail that he had or she had, whoever it is that wrote the book right. in the book, he said, cause it, he said it was so scary because of that, just that aspect of it that he got up and he went through his whole house and turned all the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ain't no vampire going to get me. I got my lights on. But yeah. That's supposedly a really good. And the, uh, what he's talking about is when TVA came in to build that dam over at South Holston, that in that valley, there was a little uh, a little town. I don't remember the name of it. Oh man! You know how much the paperback of that book goes for? Jesus Christ! How much on uh, Amazon? Nine hundred eighty-seven dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah. I wonder if Steve still has his copy. Which you, I know you've seen that cover before. Yes, I have. Yeah. Here's Abrams Falls. Remember going out there? Mm-hmm. That's a good hike out there. That's a nice waterfall out there. And it's a long hike. I remember <clears throat> Laura and I, we hadn't been dating. I don't even know if we'd been dating a month <laughs> when I took her out there. <laughs> well, you know where I used to live, right? Yeah. Where Dad's house was? If you go across the river there, there's a creek that comes out of the mountain. And if you follow that creek up, there's actually a little waterfall up there. It's not big. It's like six, seven foot high, but it year round, just constant. That girl pot up Maybe there. a mile hike. Not too bad. You ever been to uh, Devil's Bathtub? No. I know a lot of people have. Yeah. But. It's it's nice up there, but it's a, 
you know, it's a mile, mile and a half hike back to it. Where's it at? <clears throat> you know how when you're going, if you're going like to Kingsport and you come to uh, Duffield and you make the right there at the McDonald's. Kind of like you're going uh, towards Johnson City Way. I don't know. How do you, you how do you get, how do you go to Kingsport? I go oh, through no, Pennington Gap the and then Duffield. Lord, I don't know these towns. I just like know you, like you go. You go past the hospital that way. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you go. You go that way. You go through Pennington Gap and then through Duffield. Are you passing Natural Falls Park, or are you going the other direction? I don't know where Natural Falls is. The, the or not Natural Falls. Natural. Oh, tunnel, tunnel, tunnel. Yeah, yeah. You, that way. That way. Okay. Yeah, I've been down that way. Okay, you know. Never been to Natural Tunnel. Right as you come into Duffield, you the road kind of doesn't end, but it comes to a big intersection, and you turn right that goes towards Gate City. Right before you come into. Yeah, you're. I'm not way, Gate City. Uh, Weber City. Yeah, the you got the the big interjunction that goes towards. That goes to Kingsport and that, and you pass the natural tunnel right right there and the other way take you towards wise and stuff right if you go straight at that intersection turns into a two-lane road yeah you drive on it pretty much almost till it ends and it ends it turns into gravel and then before you get to the gravel part you'll just see cars parked all along the edge of the road i mean for a mile before you get to it because there's no parking up there but it's always packed yeah. And everybody just parks along the side of the highway or the the road all the way down. And you just pull over and park and then walk up. And then the trail goes off into the woods, follows kind of the river, the creek. And then you eventually get back there to where the falls and the big pool bathtub area is. But it's a, we took Johnny. He, he made the hike. He didn't really like it too much because there's a lot of little ledge climbing things. Yeah. It's not real hard for a person, but he's got a little bit short legs. <laughs> Elaine keeps, keeps trying to get me to go to the whole natural tunnel thing, but she says you have to ride like a ski lift down to get to it, like one of those uh, ski lift, I, chairlift you, things. You can, but I think they've got a hike tour thing, too. I think you can do it either way, because I think we took the scouts there once, and I think some did the lift, and then some weren't getting on the lift so they yeah. did the hike i was gonna say cause I, it, I can't dangle like that yeah i can't i'm not a dangler yeah we we went on some road trips you remember how many times we went and got the zero mile marker off Up the top of the mountain yeah uh, uh going over the mountain you go it's 421 over, isn't it yeah you go over the lake at uh, south Austin lake yeah. on 421 and you go up the mountain and when you get ready to cross over into north carolina Maybe yeah, North yeah, Carolina. I think North Carolina is yeah. it out there somewhere. So you've gone, we, you've already gone through like Mountain City and everything. Haven't yeah. you? By the time we do that, I mean you're way up there, and there's like a zero mile marker that was up there a long time ago. You should have still be there. We don't know. Yeah. Funny part is, is I haven't been to a lot of the random little nice places around Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia area, but yet I've been to Melbourne, Australia. <laughs> I've never been. That's there. cool. I've never been to Australia. I would. I, ooh, I will tell you this. Uh, I went to, to to take leave after I came out of the desert. I went to London, and I flew Lufthansa Airlines out of Germany to go to London. And uh, I get on this airplane, and there is an Aussie that's in the seat right beside of me. 
And he said he'd been in the air for like the last 23 hours or some crap like that. Uh-huh. And he was going from like somewhere down in Australia back to England, I guess, to see family or something like that. And he'd been flying for the better part of a day. Oh, no. It was, and it was I mean, a long he was trip. I think uh, yeah, he was wild. I think whenever we took it, we we drove to Louisville and we went from Louisville to Atlanta, which that was barely 30 minutes. It was like you just went straight up and straight back down. Then we got it Atlanta, went from Atlanta to L.A., which was right around three hours, and then L.A. to Melbourne, which was 20-something hours over the ocean. It was it was rough. Um, I was young at the time. It was in the year 2000. But the more I think about it... Um, That's not a cheap flight either. Well, back then it was. It was like, it was mm-hmm. actually, um, I think all together, mom only claimed that she paid like right around two grand, which back then it was still a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, that's still a lot. Because now it's, yeah, over four. Yeah. But the more I think about it, the way that, because what it was, was we was going to Australia to meet up with who would eventually be my stepdad. Because um, he came back with us and stayed over here for like eight years. But um, it was in the late 90s. She met a guy on the internet from Australia and talked her into flying me and her to Australia. Hmm. Mm. So the more I think about it. 90 day fiance. Yeah, it could have been bad. Could have got over there and been fed to a crocodile, hmm. serial kill, anything. But no. If that's, I mean, if that's not the beginning of a horror movie, I don't know what it is. Actually, yeah. on, <laughs> on my keys, because he got deported, which that's a long story, too. I still have uh, the coin that was on his key ring whenever he came over here. Of course, he left his keys because they were for the house. But Oh, yeah, that's cool. It's made of silver. The money was weird. It was like the bills were made of plastic, and they were all different colors, and they had like little clear. 1934. Marks. It was an interesting experience. I had fun. We only stayed three weeks, and everybody thought we was only supposed to stay a week. So people down where I lived at the time, they actually thought that something did happen to us. <laughs> It was funny. Yeah, if directions at any point in time would have, you know, been like, you know, turn off the paved road, I think I'd been like, you know, Mom, we probably need to think about this just for a minute because, you know, well, if you go anywhere around here and the directions are turn off the paved road, that's automatically a, a little warning sign should come up. That that actually so, that actually happened. <laughs> we, we got to Melbourne, and it was cool because you could walk out into the road in front of the house that he lived in and look down the road, and in the distance you could see Melbourne, which is, I think it's like the second biggest city in Australia, but it was a massive mm-hmm. city. But then he was like, well, I'm going to take you to my parents' place, and you can meet my parents and my brother before we go to the United States. And that was like three and a half hours of just nothing, but it wasn't desert, because um, I never got to see any like desert or anything like they show Australia as it was grass and it was hills and the hills though they were like the mountains around here but they weren't as steep they rolled like they would just barely go up and then barely go down but they were just as high as what we have here Um, so if you were walking them you wouldn't think you were walking up a mountain it was just the way that they would roll out I guess it was leveling out to the desert and you could see like between the trees it was like the trees would be say they're 10 feet high but the leaves and whatnot don't start until like the last like two or three feet of the tree so you could see through all the Hmm. the trees and i remember seeing like a big herd of kangaroo and they just called them desert rats (laughs) yeah they didn't like desert rats you know you fly from tri-cities to orlando for 43 bucks 
That's not bad. You know, Elaine's wanting to go to Florida for vacation. And she said, oh, I found a great deal. It's like 150 bucks per fly to Florida. I'm going to get with you whenever we go to Florida. Well, this is this is one way. So you're going to pay about 60 coming back. So it'd be about 100 per person round trip. But it's still not bad. Though. No, no. Oh, yeah. You can't drive. And I don't care what anybody says. Gas prices are going up. I paid gas yep. today, two seventy nine a gallon. It hadn't been two seventy nine around here in a year. But everybody says no, gas prices aren't going up because of anything Biden did or any. It's just gas prices fluctuate. All right, but they're tending to all fluctuate up since you know oh, yeah. inauguration. Okay, yeah. gas prices now. Definitely I am more than dollar. willing to blame. I'm more than willing to blame Biden for just about anything. <laughs> yeah. And I probably will blame him for gas prices. But since I did own the gas station that I had at, the, at, at one time, yeah. I will tell you this. And it's this is just how stupid and convoluted our – right around the spring race every year here in Bristol, the prices would go up. And everybody here was like, oh, it's because the race is coming and they're trying to milk all this money out of everybody, blah, blah, blah. But And I got to talking to one of my delivery guys. And I'm like, you know, what's the deal? I said, is it really because of the race that y'all are jacking the prices up? And he's like, no. He goes, it's just a coincidence with the race. He said, here's the deal. I bet they don't go he's, up now, though, because the race doesn't affect it now. He's like, he's like, here's the deal. He says the country is split into four different regions, and each one of those regions has a different blend for each season of the year. Right. So the northeast corner of the country, whatever that region is, wherever it begins and ends, they've got a blend of gas for spring, summer, winter, and fall. And then your southeast has a spring, summer, winter, and fall blend. And they have to make all these different blends. And I mean, they do. They can go on the data that they get from the year before. You know, this is how many gallons of gas of the spring blend we sold. And so, what they try to do is what they they get in. They try to produce enough to get them through that season, and then they can start shipping the next season. If that makes any sense to you. So, as that, as say the spring blend starts to, you know, you you've got like at the beginning of the spring, you've got like a ton of spring blend. And as you go through the spring, it just, you know, it goes down, 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 down. Yeah. Because, and then, of course, as the amount of spring blend gas comes down, of course, the price is going to go up because it's price, you know, well, the demand thing. Well, at one point. And, uh, and so that was why the, uh, why the, the, at, in the spring, the gas prices would go up here around Bristol. And everybody thought it was because of the race. And it was actually because you're getting close to the end of the spring season. So all the spring blend is coming out. And we're pushing summer blend now behind it. Yeah, for, but then for the region. But, but why would the price drop two weeks after? Maybe that's when the summer blend starts coming in. For, and you've got a for just a couple of, of weeks. Well, I don't know. All I know is it stopped after the races stopped. Well, because nobody comes for the races anymore, so the stuff doesn't affect it anymore. Well, what happened during the time? Uh, it was during the the federal shutdown for essential businesses. I mean, I know they claimed it was over some deal with Saudi Arabia and this and that or sanctions. I remember the Food City gas station while we were on lockdown. We could go outside and look at it, and it was like a dollar thirty something at its like lowest that we remember. I, it was crazy. I took a picture of it. Yeah, sure gas it this somewhere. time last year was cheap, like but just, nobody just, yes, was going was. anywhere. 
it just went straight to the floor. And then as soon as uh, everything reopened, then it just slowly, you know, went right back up. But here's the plus, gas prices. Plus, there's in Kentucky. Here's a chart showing the gas prices. This is Kentucky as a whole. Starting in November, the first of November, it's a stair step. Every single week is an increase, all the way to February twenty second. The last one. It's well, here's the here's the here's the really crappy thing about uh, us electing Biden and not actually keeping Trump in in office is that since I can remember back in the nineteen seventies, this is before I even started driving, is they were always talking about energy independence for America. Right. Yeah. Oh, America needs to be energy independent. But we were always buying our gas and crap from Saudi Arabia. And of course, we had back in the seventies, you had the the gas shortage, and all the people were, you know, sitting in line for to buy gas and stuff like that. And from that time until now, nobody has gotten us gas or to energy independence except for him. Right. Because that last, I think that last year that or maybe the the last full year he was in, or maybe the last two or three years, he, I'm not sure exactly, but they were saying when he went out of office, we weren't buying any oil from anybody else. Canada. We were, None, we were producing. Nowhere from outside of North America. Almost all of it was coming from North America. But still, the majority of our gas still comes from Canada. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of this, though, have you guys saw like, oil. the conspiracy talking about gas uh, fossil fuels versus clean energy and this recent past ice storm there are people saying and i've saw this because i have a lot of odd people on my facebook and such uh there are people claiming that of course i'm not denying we can't modify the weather and other countries can't either but they're claiming that this big ice storm that we had, those day after day after day of ice and snow and sleet that really screwed up Texas and a lot of other states and even killed some people, they're claiming that that storm was fabricated on purpose because of Joe Biden and the Democratic <laughs> Party to prove that clean energy isn't actually clean so they could continue to buy fossil fuels from the big energy corporations by freezing the uh, wind turbines and having to use a fossil fuel spray to, you know, to dethaw them, um, freezing the miles and miles of um, solar panels so they wouldn't work. Oh, well, we need the fossil fuels. And by the way, we're not going to talk about coal, but we got to get back in with our salty friends. I mean, all of that stuff still works regardless of the weather. <laughs> It's just that, yeah. like, Texas wasn't prepared for it. They didn't prep for it. Yeah. So their wind turbines weren't ready. The solar wasn't ready for that type of weather and ice and cold. Yeah. But there's other countries that, that go through that weather all the time. What, Norway, Sweden. Right, that, that do just fine with, with wind turbines and things like that, that don't have problems with ice, as long as you prep for it. That's not what the Internet told me. <laughs> Play the outro music and then we'll go. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com and follow us on Instagram at sociallysensitive and on Twitter at sociallysense. Thanks again and see you next time. Somebody pray for me
The homies in the sky gon' have to wait for me I can smell your lies Watch what you say